When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Dan Fogler, and you're watching Geekscape. Hey guys, welcome to episode 36 of Geekscape. I'm here with my good friend Justin Lieber. Uh, Justin's got all sorts of geek credentials. He was a uh, editor for Game Informer for a couple years. Yep. Currently, I met Justin last week. I went up to THQ, like I told you guys, and uh, Justin and I had a lunch, and you pro- pretty much talked more video games in that hour of lunch than we've had in the last 35, 36 episodes of the show. You poor bastards. I know, I know. My audience is starved for video games, which is why I recruited you to come in here and talk on this episode. If you're new to Geekscape, over the next hour we're going to be talking movies, video games, and comics. Uh, I can start it up with uh, a clip. What, what are you talking about? G- Gilmore is up there. Now, Gilmore is directing the episode, and he's doing this. Look like YMCA to me. I thought he was like, you need to adjust your bra. What are you doing? It's obviously that uh, last you know last episode they said that my energy was down, so I've got uh, a rock star. Dude, we were we worked out signs. That's what this. What means. is? Oh yeah, yeah. I think your energy is down if you he can't just, open he just the thing. That shit. I have no fingernails. Here we go. I have a bunch of signals that I usually do. <laughs> Brian has like a bunch of signals, none of which are like industry standard. They're <laughs> they're, all. they're all Gilmore standard. So Does I have to work? sit here with Helen Ke- like Helen Keller trying to guess it what the has fuck a he's name. doing. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Go? Go? As in do the show? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of know that. Uh, Cockmouth. <laughs> okay. Sugar um, So we've got some reviews. Brian, you're going to do a review of uh, Walking Hard. Okay. Oh. Right? Okay. Is that cool? I, I mean, I could. I went to the, one of those ones where you're basically not supposed to go if you're press of any kind. Oh, you're not supposed to do a review of Walking Hard. Yeah, you're not Hard. supposed to do anything. Okay. With it. Like, okay. I signed a thing. I, well, I don't have to. I've got two movies. Okay. I was already. even part of the focus group. So. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah. You, you sit that out. When's yeah. the, when does that movie yeah. open? Uh, it's still in post production. So. I okay. No That's the John C. Riley. Uh, like. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow uh, produced uh, it. Co-wrote it and produced it, and Jenna Fisher is uh, starring in it with John C. Riley, and it's basically a John big, C. Riley. Uh, John C. Riley. It's uh, like a parody of it's like. It's a big parody of Walk the Line. Walk Just the line. Walk the line. Okay. It's, oh. uh, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like quite. let's parody this one movie. Okay. It's so, weird. so when that comes out, we'll uh, have a real review of it. Um, the trailer leaked. Um, so it looks funny. Okay. <clears throat> I went to see two movies that are opening this uh, weekend. Uh, two indies. Um, one was called Right at Your Door. It, it, have you heard of this movie? I, I started seeing posters all over LA. This is a, a movie where 
um, dirty bombs go off in Los Angeles. And it's not one of these post-apocalyptic on a big scale movies. This is like a really micro scale. It was uh, one best cinematography at Sundance a couple years ago. And um, it's a movie. It's got Rory uh, Cochran in it and Mary McCormick. And they're a couple, newly married. It, it, it starts out really normal. And it's shot in a very documentary, verite style. You're there. It's very realistic. They live in Silver Lake. This is a Los Angeles that you know. It's not luxurious or, uh, or glamorized in any way. And she heads off to work. While she goes downtown, you find out that dirty bombs have been detonated by LAX, Beverly Hills, and um, downtown. Now, what are dirty bombs? A dirty bomb is like a terrorist uh, blows up a bomb and it's got like toxins in it. It's got like uh, anthrax or, or this and that, but you don't know what's in it. They just pack, you know, it's, they pack it full of, of, of garbage. It's like a terrorist term. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like a, a war on terror type term. Okay. So it's a little bit of sci-fi that, you know, somebody, you know, that, that, that somebody detonates these, these dirty bombs in downtown L.A. It's, it's like a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would it's, not go sci- it's not sci-fi like there's fucking... I mean, you saw, I didn't see it, but is right. it sci-fi? I mean, doesn't it just it's, seem like a, di- would you call Die Hard sci-fi? No, you know what, you're right. I would say it's a. Uh, it, ha- it you know why? Well, you know why I say it's sci-fi. I'll say this right now to the geekscapists um, because it has this feel of an uh, of a real world, but a very Orwellian reaction to what happens. Oh, okay. Immediately, uh, the main character has to you know who's kind of like a, a stay-at-home musician boyfriend while she's off working and being the breadwinner, and he's staying at home. All of a sudden, there's ash everywhere. He doesn't know what to do. He runs to a hardware store. He starts taking all this. All these supplies, hoping that she comes home. By the time she comes home, he's been told to seal off all the exits. He can't even let her back in the house because there's ash everywhere and anybody who's been outside is probably infected. And so he basically has to stay in this house for 24, 48 hours waiting for a very small amount of information that's leaking through. Some of it's not even correct. Who's in this? Uh, Mary McCormick's his wife. Uh, Rory Cochran Not the Brady chick Is uh, that McCormick Mary McCormick was Howard Stern's wife In um, Private Parts in Private Parts mm-hmm. And uh, And yeah He basically has to like Watch her start Falling ill And He can't let her In the house And It's a pretty Pretty nerve wracking movie You know And they shot it In a really realistic style It reminded me of When I lived in New York And 9-11 happened I immediately started Sharpening a broomstick And being like Dude Shiv it up Fucking shit. If I see if I start seeing people coming down in parachutes, I'm just gonna come out there Wolverine style, you know, Red Dawn style, just like Swayze taught me, and just start laying people in fucking body bags. Oh, I would have gotten like two feet out the door before I got shot up. Uh, but yeah, this movie's stressful. It has a great ending. Um, if you guys, it's an indie, so it may not open where you guys live. But if it opens, especially if you're a film student, definitely go see this movie because it's very economic. It has one location. It reminded me of Bug. That movie that came out, uh, William Friedkin, mm-hmm. came out earlier guy. this year. Uh, except it succeeds where Bug fails. Was this a play? Because P- Bug was a play. I know Bug was a play, and it was a, a minimal cast in like a very small, you know, one location like this. But this feels like a movie. It works like a movie. I think Bug failed because uh, the threat was these microscopic insects. You never saw them. This is very visual. You can see ash everywhere. It looks like LA post terrorist attack. It's awesome. Um, 
The other movie I saw was another independent, but this one's from Frank Oz, the dude who played fucking Yoda and Fozzie the Bear. Um, no, let's not forget the uh, cop in Blues Brothers. Yeah, he's the dick prison, guy. prison guy. <laughs> he's the prison cop in Blues Brothers. He directed a movie called uh, Death at a Funeral, uh, and it's a British movie. He's not Brit. Is he British? No. He's not British, but uh, he did this very British movie about a family whose father has died, and all the friends and relatives come in. It's an ensemble cast. It's got uh, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? 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 The dude who played Wash in, uh, in Firefly? I think it's Tudyk. Tudyk? I think it's Tudyk. He's funny as hell. He plays the, the pirate in Dodgeball. Uh, he's in it. Um, Peter Dinklage, the, 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 the dwarf actor, is in it. Oh, that guy's Who I just saw in like Underdog a couple days earlier. You saw Underdog? Uh, hell yeah, I saw Underdog. Oh what you going to make of it? What the hell? I saw Underdog. Dude, talking animals are going to be there. Did you review it already? I didn't review Underdog because I didn't really enjoy it. The best parts of Underdog is that it kind of parodies the superhero movies that come out. Like, it does scenes from Superman, the first Superman Donner one. It does, like, a scene with, uh, where, where Spidey has to save Aunt May when she's hanging and Doc Ock is... They kind of parody these, these scenes with Underdog, but it's a pretty bad movie. God. And Peter Dinklage is a really good actor. That's... He was in, like, The Station Agent. Remember that movie? It was, like, an independent yeah. film. He's in this one, and uh, basically anybody who comes to this funeral has like their own pressures and their own agendas, and it's I think it's a, a really really damn good ensemble comedy. If you guys have a date or something, it's not a bad choice. Uh, so don't be expecting Die Hard. Don't be expecting Three Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, it's pretty much just a straightforward. And this one does run. It does feel like a play. The dialogue does feel very uh, theatrical, but. Um, it's done really well And Alan Tudyk Dude We all love him Because he was in Knocked Up and, and Firefly He kicks a lot of ass He's really fucking funny In this There's there's one moment In the movie Where I was Cringing laughing uh, I, I would spoil it But uh, I would spoil it If I talked about it But it's pretty fucking funny now, See I saw commercials It really didn't look that funny It looked really like Contrived Overdoing the yeah. Britishness of it I guess Everybody's basically British In the movie Except Alan but that kind, those kind of wry jokes that <laughs> only British people think are funny. Oh. Like you have to drink a lot of tea and have bad teeth. No really shit, like, like Dark them. Shadows. Who fucking watches Dark Shadows? And everybody like Faulty Towers. Come on, who watches that shit? Really? Uh, last week we uh, we had an interviews with, um, or maybe the week before we had interviews with. Um, you interviewed him. I interviewed him. Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright, Nick Frost, Nick Frost. not Simon Pegg. Whatever. Uh oh. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't Pegg. there. I didn't call it to, to his face. I was yeah. introducing the segment. I'm the one who got the name wrong. But, um, yeah, I feel like, um, <laughs> I mean, I like those movies. I like the Edgar Wright movies. Do you like those? Damn right. But did you feel like Hot Fuzz was a little long? No. No fucking way. Hot, Fuzz, Hot Fuzz was three quarters of great and then one quarter of fucking awesome. Can you, I say fucking on your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're on the internet. You can go naked. I did. No. Microphone, yeah, microphone. Otherwise, you can take off your pants. Um, yeah, I, I felt like Hot Fuzz was <laughs> was a really awesome movie, and then you got to the point where the the main character discovered the the mystery, and I think that once you discover who the bad guys are, it's time to put them away, and you only have about fifteen twenty minutes to do that in a film, and it goes long. I felt like there was like thirty minutes. I felt like that movie was like ten fifteen minutes too long. No <laughs> way, no way. I thought what Hot Fuzz you, was too long. What scenes would you have cut? Um, the end chase, hmm. the end chase, and uh, and in in the scene in the in the plaza at the end where where there's all those action sequences against the old people, 
I thought that was really funny, but it's a joke once or twice. It's not a joke with five different times. You so know you've been mean? taking out the best parts of the movie. Yeah, the best parts of the movie. If uh, you know, you're all for it. I mean, guys, oh. there's a reason that Hot Fuzz made the money it did, and fucking Die Hard made the money it did. Well, yeah, because right. it's huge stars and it was right. a domestic movie. But but you've got you've got Edgar Wright, who's like a writer director. But then you've got these these committees who make movies like Die Hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the committees are going to cut the movie down. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and when you cut a movie down like that, even though you guys are right there being like, "Oh, that's bullshit! You're hurting an artist's vision." When you're cutting a movie down like that, what you're also doing is making sure that people in Montana go to see it, people in Ohio go to see it. And ultimately, it's more of a three-act film. I felt like Hot Fuzz had four acts. Shaun but of the Dead, I think, is a much better movie. If there's movies that you're going to complain about being too long, though, there are so many more that you could probably I got you there, too. so many yeah. movies are way too long. Pirates of the Caribbean is way too yeah. long. King Kong, way too long. Lord of the Rings, way too long, in my opinion. The, yeah, well, King it, Kong was like so, two and a half hours. So and they guys, didn't even show how he got on the fucking boat. And, and I'm not saying at all that I hate these movies. I'm not saying at all that I hate these movies. What I'm saying is, and, and I think the way to defend a movie like King Kong, because I really loved King Kong, was... And you didn't like it, but I, the way I defend King Kong is, okay, go see a fucking gorilla fight a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex anywhere else. Good luck with that. You know what I mean? Like, Pirates but of the Caribbean. But then two of them go see on it. vines? I'm down with that. Yeah. You know, dude, you're an ex-wrestler. Right. You know how to do that shit. Yes. You're an ex-wrestler? Well, I'm a stunt guy oh, now, too. This dude's a stunt guy now. What has he, have you He's going to pop your head like a grape. What have you been in? Um, I'm going to be in a History Channel documentary where I'm assistant stunt coordinator. Um, he also tells you how to do these things safely. Yeah, I'm an I'm a assistant instructor at a stunt class uh, every Sunday night. We're going to do, actually this weekend, we're doing something for the Assassin's Creed video game-based uh, like film contest, but which we just found out about last week. It's the most week. vague thing you've ever said. It's like, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed, the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It comes out November 12th, baby. Whatever, okay. We're, we're going to talk about November 12th because it's like the most packed release date in video game history. But they're doing, uh, I think... IFC or something is doing some little contest where if you put together a six-minute or less video about Assassin's Creed, um, there's a $10,000 prize for the You're best You're going to do one. it? Yeah, my class is putting together one. We just found out about you it Sunday. You guys got monks and shit like that? Yeah, we got the, I'm, I'm the assassin, dude. You're looking at him. Oh, that'll be cool. Insane. We've got to see that video. If that's going to be like up on a website somewhere, we can vote yeah, for it. Can we vote can, for it? I don't know. If we can vote so. for it, we're going to take our little army over there and we're going to vote for you, Justin. And you can you can look up Justin Leeper on YouTube and you'll see me wrestling. You'll see me do doing How Hong do you Kong Leeper? stuff. Two E's. L- well, yeah. three E's. L-E-E-P-E-R. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, have you ever wrestled an animal? No. Like, well, like, see, that's the YouTube I want to see. Like, I can see you fucking jumping on shit and jumping on trampolines right. and stuff. And that's fine. Trampolines? I don't, I'm not I don't, a backyard dude, I don't, wrestler. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How'd your, how'd your brother start? He was an indie wrestler. Yeah, I was an yeah. indie wrestler. I know, not I know. a backyard wrestler. Not a midget wrestler. I know. I know. It's, it's, so all, it's all man grabbing to me. I don't do it. It's but so but now listen, a guy versus an animal, I'll watch that. Like, I'll, like you know, Justin, you know, jumping off a building or doing a stunt, going through a window. That's all fine and good and everything. I want to see I want to see you fight like a cheetah. What if I lose? That would I would be, you know, disappointing <laughs> all of mankind. I'm watching it. You would have to cheer for me, right? You wouldn't cheer for like the monkey or the you know the ostrich or something. I think most people Dude, would cheer ostrich. for the ostrich. That's sad. <laughs> what? That's sad. I would cry. Oh, we're overpopulated. I would cry. More people should be stuntmen. <laughs> I, I, I have yeah, because uh, <laughs> I have a great time getting work as is, man. I need to hand some of that off. <laughs> Dustin, I, I, uh, I when I went to school in New York, I would see these kids playing baseball and shit in the middle of the street, and cars narrowly hitting them. You know what I mean? You see mm-hmm. people doing stupid shit, and I devised. A rule that I think will help mankind, and it's that past the age of 12, you can't correct someone doing really stupid things. Not only that, it's your job 
to encourage it. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, you know, be like, it's really raining out there, mom. I think I'm going to go out and play baseball. I was like, okay, we'll take this giant lightning rod with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, you got to do things for the sake of the gene pool. And I'm not saying Nazi bullshit. It's not like take just the white people or take just the black people. Just take the dumb people. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. There's somebody, some, you know, it's like you see that in L.A., people who don't use the crosswalks across the street and everybody's got to wait for them. Let's make it, let's make it lawful to hit those people. <laughs> Not only that, it is your citizen's duty to hit those people. We don't want them populating. Come on. What do you think? Implied idiot genocide? Idiot genocide. Okay. I'm actually for it. You're for it? I would actually go for it and say that's not a bad idea. When you think that in like the next 40, 50 years, parents can tell whether or not their kids are going to have Down syndrome or deficiencies or disabilities and stuff like that, and they can eliminate the early pregnancy... There aren't going to be anybody with Down syndrome or disabilities and stuff like that being born. Mm-hmm. Right? So we're already kind of taking care of that. Now let's just take care of dumb motherfuckers. What about when the shoe's on the other foot, though? Because everybody's oh, the asshole sometimes. You know what? Like, it's okay. Like, you know, that's what she wrote. You know, that, that, that's, that, that's, what, that's what needed to happen. If I'm a lesson, hey, someone else just got smarter seeing me get thrown across the, the, the traffic, you know? So or fall off a building. Someone saw that and goes, you know what? I'm not going to do what he just did. Hmm. And when I'm when I'm getting you know getting sent upstairs, I'll be like, now you know, knowing's half the battle. Oh yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> so there's always that. That's just my idea. I don't know. But uh, Geekscape derails every now and then, okay. uh, quite a bit. Sweet. More like every every episode. Time. It's kind of like this back and forth. We, we talk about the experience of being a geek. Mm-hmm. It's not just about the things that we love. It's about the the love, about the community. The one love. There's one love. Um, you know, you know what I was feeling when I was in San Diego. Uh, we interviewed Dan Fogler, the star of Balls of Fury, and the director uh, Ben Garant. You guys know him from like Reno 911. Uh, they have a cool Wii game coming out too, don't they? Balls of Fury has a cool Wii game. I believe it. It's like it, it, they, they do. It's like a, it's it's ping like a, it's like Wii tennis, ping pong. It's perfect for it. Uh, that's a great I, idea. I kind of want to get it. I love those games. Uh, I'm gonna cut to this clip though. It's uh, me in San Diego interviewing Dan Fogler. He's in that movie. He's in Good Luck Chuck. He's in Fanboys coming out in February. Uh, we talk a little bit about Balls of Fury, walk, uh, working with um, Christopher Walken, and whether or not he can beat the retard in Forrest Gump. That's Forrest Gump. Hey, Geekscapists. I'm here with Dan Fogler. He's in this new movie, Balls of, Balls of Fury, right? I hit the word balls, and I just derail. There it is, Balls so, of Fury. Did it happen on the set? You hit the balls, and you just derail. Yeah, dude. I mean, There's balls uh, everywhere on that set. I got used to the concept of the word balls. Once I had started doing the movie, right. At first, it was like, "Whoa, Balls of Fury! Ooh, what kind of movie is this?" And then I was like, "Playing Randy Daytona. Wait a minute, is this a porno?" Now, this is this is a, but but actually, this is a documentary on the underworld of illegal ping pong tournaments, right? Is it a documentary? It could be. It could very easily be. Christopher Guest style. Yeah, man. It's a. It's a. Yeah. I mean, it gets. It's like I would say it's like Karate Kid. Bloodsport? Bloodsport, Enter the Dragon, but instead of karate, it's ping pong. Now, uh, I don't even know where you're going, because you see the trailer, yeah. and you're like, oh, dude, I'm totally going to see this movie. And then when you see Walk and Walk Out, you're like, I'm going to see this movie for a different mo- reason than I thought I was going to see this movie. I mm-hmm. thought I was just going to see this movie because it was a kung fu movie. Oh. But then you see what it's about, yeah, yeah. you're really going to get to see this movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Balls flying at your face. How can you stop? <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, it depends on what kind of balls you're talking about, buddy. It really does. In that instance, it depends on what kind of balls you're talking about. Your training regimen, what did it consist of? I trained with uh, Olympic uh, gold medalists. What? Uh, yeah, dude. 
Really? Yeah. Hardcore ping pong champions. And we went through, uh, I mean, if you look at the movie, they, they might tell you that 90% of it is CGI. But uh, I'd say about 90% of my ping pong play was totally real. And the other 10% was spiritual. The other 10% was moxie. Right. And just pure right. from the pelvis. Now, do you think you could beat the retarded guy in Forrest Gump? Do you want me to be the retarded guy for Forrest Gump right now? Is that what you're asking? You mean Forrest Gump? Oh, that's Forrest Gump. Could you beat him? Oh, could I beat him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Easily. Wipe the floor with that. The hardest part of making a movie like this. The hardest part of making a movie like this? Yeah, this one. Um, you got all these competitors, all these egos on set trying to beat you every day. I'd say just like, just like you know, just staying humble, <clears throat> keeping it real. Right. Keeping, your, keeping it in your pants. One game at a time. One day at a time. That's good. That's good. Thank you so much, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Daniel? Dan's fine. Okay. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of the movies. Are you coming movies. on to me? Not yet. All right. Maybe later. <laughs> Cut. Cut. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? We're here with another Ben. Not our Ben, but uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, Robert Ben, ben Garant. Uh, Balls of Fury! Here. We've been a fan of yours oh, since thanks. the state. Okay. finally coming out on DVD. So my guess is that you're all recreational marijuana users. Actually, no. The, no. the guy in the back. Ben is giving a thumbs up. Really? We're both, we're both straight. But well, come on. Not a lot of crossover. We don't get a lot of straight really? state fans. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe they're quiet. Okay. Maybe we're it's mostly recessed. guys who, who reek of the chronic and, you know. But good. Wow. So it's funny, not high. Yeah, The absolutely. state is funny, not high. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Uh, the state comes out on DVD, actually. When? October 20th. Uh, finally, 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 finally. It took a long time because we didn't have rights to any of the music. Uh, the Breeders and the Lenny Kravitz right. and stuff. So we had to rescore everything. It's every single sketch we ever did. Audio commentary on every episode. Wow. It, we don't see a dime from it. Like MTV owns it lock, stock, right. and barrel. But it's all coming out and it's... First time I'd seen it in years was when we were doing the, the commentary. So it's, you was, know. It, was it like home videos? Some of it holds up very well. Uh, some of it not so much, uh, and like I, some of it I didn't even remember right. doing. You know, so <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, okay, wow, bacon. We're not yeah. even to ask the state you were in when you did that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But uh, you have a new project now, yes. Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, Huge movie, a uh, very big movie. It and stars Mr. Christopher Walken, of course, uh, as an yeah. evil arms dealer uh, raised in China and a ping, uh, ping pong fanatic. Uh, and one of his evil henchmen is Mr. Tom Lennon, uh, Deputy Dangle, uh, who plays Karl Wolfstag, who is kind of our our Drago character, kind of our <laughs> I'll, I'll evil, crush you I will crush you American East German ping pong right. player. Uh, but it's got uh, like Kerry Tagawa and James Hong, Maggie Q. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, the cast that came out for it's this It's unbelievably great, yeah. For a for a romantic, wire-foo, ping-pong comedy, it's not bad. It's pretty cool. And the, fun, the thing is that you guys bring the comedy cred. Which, yeah, it's, it's pretty know? great. Like, well, Walken really loved the script, and I guess he was very familiar with Reno 911. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to work with us and wanted to do it. And when he showed up, suddenly, you know, people came out of the woodwork to do this movie. It's got some state guys in it. It's got, like, 20 of our Reno mm-hmm. 911 regulars. And it's it's great. It's and that movie's hilarious too. Oh, thanks, but dude. The Wait. Rock walking into that tunnel. Unbelievable. Great, right? I I laughed for a solid five minutes. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest oh, guy yeah. in the world. Like like the totally down to earth, totally mellow. My brother's a WWE wrestler. Oh, really? I, I bet the Rock. Yeah, oh, very nice yeah. guy. Nicest guy. Drove <laughs> yeah, himself to nice the guy. set. Like charming. Like pitched us jokes. Like really cool. 
Very nice guy. Yeah. Uh, it, but this one, what, what's that conversation even like? Well, Zafiri, calls you? you have to call him, and okay. he has an old-timey answering machine. And so you have to say, hi, uh, this is Robert Ben Garant, uh, Balls of Fury. I don't know if you're there, but if you're there, pick up, pick up. Oh, hi. And, and he tells you that he loves the script. The one stipulation in doing the movie was that we not change a word in the wow. script because he memorized it three months in advance. Uh, he came the very first day on set, brought us into the trailer, and did the whole movie for us. Me and Tom sat there, and he did every single line, okie dokie, autochokie, and he did the whole thing. <laughs> and then he said, like, well, you know, big enough? Am I doing the same movie everybody else is doing? Uh, more Bosch Belt? You want me to be gayer? You know, and, and we gave him notes, and then he showed up on set. First nailed one it. on the set, nailed it every day. Unbelievable. Now, your role in the movie, you wrote it, but you also directed, directed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this a new project for you? Was, was that the new deal for you? you? You also shoot a lot of the Reno 911 stuff. I, so. Tom and I split the show, mm. who directs which episode, right. and then I directed the movie. Right. You know, this was a you know a big, you know, much more challenging. It had people we hadn't worked with before. Many of them had Tony Awards and Huge Academy Awards. Uh, tons of CGI, like seven months of CGI on the ping pong stuff. Not according to Mr. Fogler. Right. 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 I won't. I won't contradict him. Dan's ping pong, all Dan. He said he everybody could be, else's he, was CGI. He said he could be Forrest Gump. Everybody else was CGI, and right. Forrest Gump was also CGI. Uh, we also worked with the same trainer Forrest Gump did, Wei Wang, uh, who bronzed for the <laughs> Chinese in '92. No bullshit. Oh, wow. That's true. Like, uh, but yeah, it was really challenging, and, and like. It was great. We brought all of our Reno buddies on to kind of, you know, the David Kechners and like Patton Oswalds of the world who we knew were going to come in and be blithering idiots and we could just kind of play. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and, and then we had to work with all of these real kung fu movie guys like Kerry Tagawa and Jason Scott Lee and like wow. like the real deal. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It's like two worlds finally meeting. Yeah. But they blend nicely. They had a lot of fun together. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty cool. We're excited for the movie. It's a good yeah. movie. It's it's blithering idiocy and and great. And it's got a lot of very very funny people in it being very funny. Well, Ben, thanks so much. Good luck with the yeah, movie. Yeah, very nice to meet you. So that was Balls of Fury. It's coming out this Friday uh, in theaters nationwide. What are you laughing at, Chuckle Bitch? The retard that's cur- that's Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. That is Forrest Gump. That was funny. Keep going. You're very vocal for somebody behind the camera today. I can understand you being this vocal when you're like sitting on the side, and like you're in the whack pack. You, you but right now you kind of have to do things. You keep things. talking to me. I'm encouraging it. Just I, stop. Can you put a mask over your head? Like a jacket. That's not talk? a mask. Yeah. If he, what kind of mask? That's not a mask already. Yeah, that's not a mask. His chaka suit? No, that's not a mask. Don't you think he looks like Chaka from the Land of the Lost? Fuck you. No I'm, comment. I'm going to find you a Chaka Fuck suit. Fuck you. Gilmore, I'm going to find you a Chaka You're gonna suit. You're going to flash that on the if screen. If he had a horse's ass, he'd look kind of like Tumnus from uh, Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> if you did have goat legs. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up after this. Oh, okay. I'm going to fuck With you up. With your magic cane. My magic what cane. What the fuck? Get out of here, Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> Making friends. You read any comic books? I don't. Um, a lot of comic book news now because we talked about the strike that's going to happen in Hollywood. Everybody's afraid of it. it. May not even happen. They're pushing a lot of movies forward pre-strike, like Thor. Yeah. Uh, Triple H is going to be on here. Triple H? Yeah, I heard he's a very good uh, thespian. I saw him in Blade Three. <laughs> that was Blade Trinity, actually. Formal Dude. name. Yeah, <laughs> that thing needed a formal name. You know, it needed a formal script. 
Uh, that was really that was a really bad movie. I wouldn't have watched the third one after this. The second one was so bad. It was one I, of those I like almost walk Toro's one. Man, there were wrestling so, moves in it, baby. It was just so unbalanced. Like for a while, those you know the renegade vampires are like kicking ass, and then they get their asses kicked. Right. Like they lose power, gain power. It's just there's no. Oh, balance. it gets worse with with Blade Trinity, where they're like, oh my god, Dracula's come back to life. We're doomed, and then Dracula runs away like the first time you see him. And not only that, he runs away in the middle of the sun, like middle of the sunlight. He's running around downtown, you know, wherever generic European city they live in. Um, what 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 city is that? Where like fucking underworld takes place in like the Blade movies? What generic European city is that? Is that just some made up crap? You know what I'm talking about? That fictitious movie city where everybody has a dance club? <laughs> like, oh. Like, triple X, you know? Hey, let's hang out in this made-up city. Speaking of dance clubs, <clears throat> best scene in Blade was the rapping Japanese schoolgirls. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And I looked everywhere to find a clip of that, and I guess it was just specific for that scene. Yeah. yeah. Which is sad. I, I, wanna, I want hardcore rapping Japanese schoolgirls. Well. Yeah, Gilmore just went to Japan. It's only mm-hmm. talking so much, I haven't talked to you in a long yeah, time. Yeah, oh, we haven't talked in a long time. Did you bring me anything from Japan, bitch? I did. Let me see what B- you brought bitch. me. Was that a bitch? Yeah, that's right. Was that a bitch? That's right. So you're going to slap later. Are you are going to slap me? Yeah. Did you learn that? In... I'm sorry, man. I don't mean you're a bitch. I mean, you're... what is this? This is a little... Uh, what is this? This is a little uh, I love you from Japan. It's a, it's oh, a headband. Thanks, man. So you go, you know, it even says that. That's, it says it's headband. headband on it. What, what does this say? Dumb white man headband. Yeah. It's Tourist awesome. white man. You go out, just try to. Where'd you get this? You were in like the, you were in like the airport, and you're like, oh fuck, I gotta find something. What? No, actually, I I thought of you when I saw it, so I got it. Let me it see seemed this. like something like you know white guys wear to try and like look like they can kick someone's ass. So I'm like, fuck Ju- yeah. Well, Justin can kick ass. I can't. I can't do anything. <laughs> I want to hang out with Justin, so he, we he, like I can pick fights and Justin can finish them. Sweet. You wouldn't be the first one. Really? There's this guy. When I used to live in Key West, I lived in a trailer. I was like 18, 19, and this other guy was living with his dad. He was like 35. We'd go out and get drunk on uh, rum and cokes every night, and he would actually have bar fights and try and give the same guy a stone cold stunner. Like, you give him a, stone, a fucking stone cold stunner, and then came and like told me about it, bragging. And then he tried it the next night on the same guy, and like it didn't work. So he wanted me to go okay. kick the guy's ass. You that's, look good. That's how look good. You look great. I'm sure, like washing my fucking laundry in a river. Uh huh. Let me tighten that a little bit for you. Uh, it hurts. Uh, it, hurt. it already looks like he's gonna explode. Um. <laughs> it is stretching my eyes back. I now realize that like they make good fabric in Japan. This is like I'm trying to make you look less Asian. It's making me look Asian. <laughs> it's like stretching my head. Back. Oh, it's Here awesome. we go. All right. Oh, okay. Come um, on, why'd you give me that? Why don't you bring me back like a bride or something? Or a uh, Kit Kat? They have weird Kit Kats. Oh yeah, don't they have like, like banana like, Kit Kat, pineapple Kit Kat? Crazy Kit Kat flavors? Yeah, yeah. I took Green some, tea? I, t- I took some video of me trying some of those. You took, yeah, you <laughs> eat them all yourself, you fat bastard. Oh, it was so good. You should have brought me a Kit Kat. I brought a Kit Kat, a green tea Kit Kat for a friend of mine, and kept it for a year in my fridge because I never got to see him. He lived in San Francisco. Then oh, I finally man. gave it to him. I would have eaten that. Was it good? It those was, things? Those are, yeah. Why can't good. we get those? You don't need that shit. Mm. Lost almost 10 pounds, my friends. Yeah, I don't want to derail you. Um, Just on the show. So we're talking about these movies. Doctor Strange... I guess Marvel wants to make a Doctor Strange film, dude. That's the character I don't agree with. And uh, but but DC is doing the Dark Knight. You know the, this uh, this big Warner Brothers movie, The Dark Knight, 
has filming in Chicago. Sequel to Batman Begins. You know about this, right? Mm-hmm. You know about this big movie? Of course. Well, uh, because we're on the fucking inside and we've got snoopers everywhere. we got geekscapists all over the world looking uh, for news for us. Uh, our good friend Tyler, Tyler Slayton. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Very loyal geekscapist. He was in Chicago at the uh, Wizard World Chicago. And he actually got to see some of the footage. Yeah, they had this big panel and uh, all the stars were there. And they showed some of the footage, and they gave everybody a free T-shirt. Oh, Gilmore's going nuts right now. I can tell you guys about it, but I think it's better if Tyler does. So we're gonna cut to my buddy Tyler in Chicago, telling us all about the Dark Knight panel at Wizard World Chicago. We're all jealous, buddy. Go for it. Greetings from the Windy City, fellow Geekscapists. Tyler here to give you my report from the super secret Dark Knight panel that took place at Wizard World Chicago this past weekend. So here we go. Friday night at the con at the DC panel, Dan DiDio announces that if you show up to the DC booth 10 a.m. the next morning, you're going to get a wristband that's going to get you into a panel for a movie sequel shot locally here in Chicago that features a DC character. What else could it be but the Dark Knight? So I show up right near the next day and get in a line that is already over 700 people deep to get my wristband. I get to the front of the line, I get my wristband, I get this awesome t-shirt, and I get a list of instructions that says the panel will be at 6 p.m. that night, wear the t-shirt to it, and there are absolutely no electronic devices allowed in there. No cell phones, no cameras, no computers, no PSPs, nothing. So after a long day at the con, 6 o'clock finally rolls around and me and over a thousand other people file into this hall where they're holding the panel. After a while, it's really hot in there, I'm covered in nerd sweat that isn't entirely my own, crowd is getting very anxious, the editor-in-chief of Wizard Magazine comes out. I don't remember his name, but who cares. And he introduces Paul Levitz, uh, the president and publisher of DC Comics. Paul Levitz comes out and says, listen guys, this is a panel that needs no introduction, so I'm not going to do one. And proceeds to bring out David Goyer, the writer of The Dark Knight, Jonah Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother, who also co-wrote The Dark Knight. Uh, Gary Oldman, who I never thought would be there in a million years, and it was awesome when he came out. Aaron Eckhart, who is Two-Face, Harvey Dent in the new movie, as you know. Christian Bale. And Christopher Nolan. Uh, needless to say, at this point, the crowd is going absolutely crazy. But after a while, we all quiet down. And they say that we're going to start a Q&A. So a bunch of people get in line, but me, I hesitate. And I got, I'm like, I need to go up there, but I can't think of a question. Finally, I think of one, and I get in line. Unfortunately, the panel is kind of lame. Like, the questions that were asked were pretty stupid. But one of them among them was, hey, Christopher Nolan, what casting agency do you use? It's pretty stupid, and unfortunately, the cast and crew was being very vague. The only bullet points I could really take away from it was that Christian Bale is very quiet. Uh, Heath Ledger is awesome as the Joker. Uh, the cast and crew love the city of Chicago, and that the movie's going to kick ass. So after a while, uh, there are about eight people in front of me to the microphone to ask the questions. Paul Levitz cuts off the line. I'm a little upset, but I say, fuck it. I'm going, I'm taking a long way back to my seat. So I start walking towards the stage. Luckily, my seat's to the right, so it takes me not six feet in front of Christian Bale, Aaron Eckhart, and Gary Oldman. And as I walk by, I give them a, hey guys, 
And I got a little smile and a nod from each of them. Needless to say, I was giddy as a schoolgirl getting back to my seat. So Paul Levitt gets back on the mic and says, okay, listen, we've got two more surprises for you. One, one you're going to get now, and one you're going to get on your way out. So he says, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to show you some footage that we shot entirely in Chicago. Uh, and they proceed, let's go down, they proceed to show this, all the footage that they shot in Chicago cut into this kind of pseudo-trailer. So, let me tell you, it's awesome. Lots of action, lots of shots of the Joker, who looks incredible. Uh, lots of shots of the whole cast, you see Maggie Gyllenhaal in there. Uh, very little dialogue in it, unfortunately. Um, they show a really, really cool shot that I hope they don't mess with in CG of Batman perched on this building overlooking what is obviously the city of Chicago, and I really hope they don't change it, because being a Batman fan from Chicago, it's incredible. Uh, but the money shot, the pretty much what made everything worth it, uh, was at the end of the trailer, there's a guy sitting in a desk in an office, uh, and the camera is kind of panning around to reveal someone sitting in a chair in front of him. And the way they shoot it, you just barely see like his cheek and like the back of his neck, and they're all scarred up. And the guy at the desk says, Jesus, Harvey, we all thought you were dead. And you see the figure, of the scarred up figure, raise a glass, take a sip of it, and then go. And then he says, half. Trailer cuts, title comes up, crowd goes absolutely apeshit. It was amazing. So finally, the cast and crew wave goodbye, and we all start filing out of this room. Um, and the staff there has these UV lights. And on the way out the door, they're shining on everybody. And it's better if I just show you. Uh, keep in mind, that this shirt I've been wearing all day uh, at this con. So, excuse me while I set the mood, but the lights need to be off in order for me to show you this. Yeah, so probably the greatest geek experience of my life. Uh, wish you all could be there. Glad you're all jealous that I was there. Uh, really glad I could give this report. I want to thank you, Jonathan. Uh, keep up the great work. And now, uh, back to Geekscape. Hey, good job, Tyler. I thought that was awesome. The best part about it is Gilmore started cutting himself when he saw the glow-in-the-dark t-shirt. Uh, they have a black... Like, did you see that? The black light t-shirt? It has the ha-ha-has all over it. Pretty fucking cool. Fucking sick. Uh, yeah, Tyler's got one and you don't, dude. Limited edition. Uh, Gilmore's gonna cut himself. Something he picked up in Japan. Did you did you have sex in Japan? No. I figure that's like the perfect pedo kind. There's something very pedo, isn't there? Oh, they got so pedo. much pedo DVD stuff. It's like yeah. oh, it's, it's like disgusting. A big pedo. And what about these real dolls? That's that that they large, have that's anime. Like, they have anime real dolls. You know how we have real dolls that look like people? They have I, uh, I don't like, have a real doll <laughs> in America. The royal we in America. Yeah, the yeah. thank you. 
he, he's a he's a good person. So, but like, um, they have ones that look like the anime girls, the girls in hentai. It's fucked up. It's like fucking a cartoon. Man, maybe Betty Boop. You're, maybe Betty Boop. You're Boo. nodding though. You're nodding. Like, what if we had one of like Ariel from The Little Mermaid? Would you Would you try that? Oh, show? see, you don't know. I'm married to a redhead, so that's getting oh, it's oh. getting there. Why? Uh, that's but if it would be if it would be shaped like Ariel, it would. Where would you go? Yeah, no, no, would Ariel you do? when she has a spell on her when she oh. can't talk and she can only and she has legs. Oh, so she can't talk. And she has oh, legs. That, that's a perfect girl. So good. Bring it. That's partially why she's like one of the, the hottest cartoon character ever. Hey, why didn't you bring me back one of those Japanese like sleeping pads where it's just like an arm and you sleep on it? Have you seen those? <laughs> they have boob <laughs> ones now. Oh, they have boob. Yeah. Why did you bring me back some fake titty? Um, <laughs> we have those here. Can you find me some? I hey, you're in LA, dude. If you like can't find fake titty in LA, someone on yeah, the right. forum. I think someone. <laughs> That's on the a good geeks, point. Someone on the Geekscape forums, I think, sleeps with one of those. I think so I, I saw someone post it once. I think someone sleeps. With We're. One. I think it was done. We're here in his room, and he's not here. He probably <laughs> sleeps with a giant fucking foam cock. Look at what look what look. There's probably covered in spizz. I don't want to touch that spizz. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like man. part of it's burned he's through not from even his here. acid junk. Um, he's not here to defend himself, and I'm sorry. Um, He's working his porn job. So, uh, comic books, I want to briefly do comic books because we want to talk video games with Justin, right? Uh, the only comics uh, I really found anything out about is that uh, DC is doing a final crisis to wrap up all their crisis of Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis, Identity Crisis. During, they're finally in May. Thank God. Countdown, the series that's going on right now, is counting down to Final Crisis. Only reason I'm excited about it is Grant Morrison. And uh, D.G. Jones, the dudes who did Marvel Boy for Marvel. Oh, I never did. I he, his artwork kicks ass. And uh, they, were gr- they were a good team over there. And um, looking forward to it. Uh, he also did the artwork for um, Wanted, the, Mars, the, Mike, the uh, Mark Millar book. Uh, but they're doing uh, Final Crisis. We'll see. I, I really hope it's the final one because these, these crossovers are killing Jesus. me. I think, the, I think the, this Planet Hulk... Crossover is horrible. What? The World War Hulk. Wait a second. Did you like 300? Uh, no. This is basically like 300. I think no, this it's is not. A, it's basically the Hulk sitting in Times Square and people just cut like wave after wave coming after him. Every issue is another wave coming after him. Okay, because that's, Nothing's that's happening. probably what. Can I, can I talk to you about this? Yeah, come talk to me, can nerd. Can I fucking talk to you about this? I shit? think World War Hulk is a big World War disappointment. Dude, I love World here. War Hulk. Here. I think, can I keep Yeah, we're getting to Sandwich this guy. Why do you like He's this? He's the meat. Speak towards his mic. Why, why do you like this? Speak into his chest. Put it in my chest. Transformers. Go for um, it. Dude, this is like... Ama- I am loving World War Hulk. How could you not like World War Hulk? Like, you like it... You don't like it because there's not enough story or what? There's no story. Dude, it's the literally story- the Hulk in Times Square in every issue... They have the person who was on the, the, the cliffhanger page of the issue before Trying fighting to him. His ass. And then there's a cliffhanger page where the next dude steps up. Okay, did you read this last one? It's like, you're, it's like you're reading, uh, so it's like you're watching somebody play Street Fighter. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. in comic book form. No, but see, that's the thing. If there would be any less than that going on, it would be complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you know anyone, what? Because everyone has to beat up the Hulk. Like, I'm, wanting, reading, I'm wanting more. By re- you want more? I want I want story. Okay, so you I want, want the more Hulk st- to do something? Uh, but he is. He's building a coliseum with which he can like get people together and have them fight to the death. Yeah, that that's cool. That's fucking awesome. Have you read issue three? Yeah, I read all of them. Okay, I'm not well, interested. I'm okay, not interested. well, right now, okay, well, at the end of issue two, I think two or three, um, it was the biggest. Pfft 
I've ever let out at the end, like the splash page. Yeah. You at, in the middle, you had Johnny. He, he, Storm. He's just fought. He's just fought so many damn heroes. And, uh, you, and, and, and who shows everything. up on the Who shows up on the end? Fucking Thunderbolt Ross with a handgun with two handguns and like six helicopters behind him. What the? You're like, all right. Fuck. So like, you, you just had Johnny Storm and Storm like giving it like their all, and like the fucking page went white and shit was melting. And that didn't work. And it's like, oh, I got some guns. Here's this old guy. I've been in the army yeah. since the sixties. The one dude who's probably been promoted less than Captain Fucking Crunch shows up with two handguns. Like, dude, you've been Thunderbolt Ross since the sixties. I know. You suck at your job. You know why you're not president yet? Because you can't stop the damn Hulk. That's why you're not president. But okay, go ju- put the gun in your mouth. But you know what I? <laughs> But you know what I forgot about? At least Captain Crunch could beat the Soggies. But you know... (laughs) (laughs) The Soggies meant fucking business. But you know what I forgot about? We're gonna fuck up your cereal. um, Was that uh, he's General Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, he's been General Thunderbolt Ross since the 60s. Did you read the Incredible Hulk thing? It turns out the entire armed forces of the United States, like everything, like the the president puts forth the executive decision. He has the entire army behind him now. That's kind of cool. And they have adamantium bullets. Sure, and that's pretty. And they're like tearing through the Hulk's flesh, and they're like almost like they they could have killed him. They just make it hard. While Doctor Strange was trying to fuck with his mind or whatever, but anyways, it's just this book is action. It's everything that I always think you bitch about not being in other comics. No, it's always story. Like things that you're just like, there's too much talk. There's too much like, like you know how the boys right now is get like is getting a little like okay. Yeah, the the boys made me laugh out loud once this last issue, but for the most part, it's been pretty. I think it's really. I'm 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 thinking of dropping it. But you know what? Preacher didn't get rolling until issue eight or so. Second trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, until after the Vietnam. I'm gonna stick with the boys. You're gonna stick with the boys. I mean, so am am I. But and then Preacher got older towards the end of it. No way. Yeah, when they started getting into that funky town where the dude's making women out of meat and shit like that, I was dude, like, okay, that, that now, now he's just being, dude, now he's just being shocked. Dude, the salvation arc was great. He was like trying. Dude, that's because you go home and fuck real girl, girl you, dolls. No, dude. no, no, not if you want to fuck real girls. I like, like I'm that. gonna, I like <laughs> we'll fill you that up. One in. We'll keep that dude, one. You, in. He knows do, how I roll. I do, I do. If they if they bleed, you're, it, it turns you on. <laughs> Gilmore at night I don't know if you know this But many of us have hobbies Like uh, he's a stunt man I like to play basketball Gilmore likes to go out And stab homeless people While they sleep <laughs> uh, That's how he, And then he jerk off on them Wow I just heard a bunch of iPods turn off Yeah So did, what the hell Is the matter yeah, with I, you I don't know What the hell but, is but the Planet Hulk did, but Planet, World War Hulk World War Hulk is great Because I liked Planet Hulk But this isn't doing it for but, me. Because Planet Hulk Was all story And the thing is that You grow to love it so much Like the reason I like uh, World War Hulk Is because like Planet Hulk Makes you emotionally connected To the new life That Hulk has And when someone Takes that away It's like You're pissed The Hulk is Really pissed and it's basically paying everyone paying the consequences of his entire life being ruined. Yeah, but for how many issues are you going to be playing this game? Well, they've been only playing it for three. And once again, like I said, like there, if there weren't that many people hitting him at the same time, it would be unrealistic. I, I just don't think that the, the that, that, that this character is complex enough to carry a storyline like this. The Hulk is all forward, 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 forward motion. Right, that's true. You know about what I mean, he's Hulk just stories, impact though. and impact. The best thing about and Hulk stories are like the things that happen around the Hulk. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. The, I thought that the, that the way that they weaved in um, the uh, initiative was interesting. How did they? I, I actually we're, we're, never we're, got we're, to read that issue. Okay. We'll, we'll go good. read it. But I thought it, I thought that actually gave 
a little bit of an aspect to what we're reading in the World War Hulk book. More interesting than something we're actually reading in the damn book. Get behind the camera. Let's go into video games. You tell me how much time we got, how we're doing. Justin's going to go back in there. Justin, I'm sorry that he has mail left over uh, on his pants and that he, you touched it. You got jerk on Not the first time. Do I? No, I just watched no, these. Fucking with you. Um, <laughs> I love that I considered the possibility. Yeah, you're like, no, no, I just washed these. I spunked on my other pants. Huh? I hope the whore didn't do it before she bled to death. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're bringing blood into the equation. You didn't wipe any of this on there. You didn't. You you want this for your like your no, dead horror used, rag? That's why I gave it to you. It was commemorative of yeah. my entire trip's work. You probably bought like five of these, and somewhere in his trunk, there's a hooker going like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. That doesn't. Yeah, work. they're already that dead. Doesn't mute you. When when you put it in the mouth. You ever try that? No, I've never tried that. You never try. I mean, you see it in movies, and like you never tried silencing your like saying like, does this actually work? No. Well, yeah, okay. Well, did, I never kidnapped anybody. No, I had a childhood. Them. I had a childhood. You and were the I one kidnapped. <laughs> Dude, I think. Oh, wow. It looks like I have so many issues. Video what? games. Can, can we give everybody your license plate number in case there's an Amber Alert? We can just <laughs> turn you in. In case there's a kidnapped kid, we can just basically yeah. say we know who it is. Go. We have video games. Oh, man. We got to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to do a show. A professional show. That's all I ever wanted to do since I was a little kid. I just wanted to make a show. Fuck you. It was better when you were in the audience. I love you. I love you too, buddy. All right. Um, video games. Uh, we can talk about the the Bioshock demo. Mm-hmm. Did you play the Bioshock demo? I did. I played it last it, night, actually. What did you think of this thing? Beautiful game. Yeah, this game. It's going to be, It's it says Critical Darling all over it. And actually, it's been reviewed. Uh, Metacritic, I think, has it at a... 97 average in seven reviews. Wow. Like, the lowest score is a 9.5. That was a fun damn game. Uh, it's a My very, wife it's liked a, it, too. It's a very short demo, the one mm-hmm. that just went up on Xbox Live, the Bioshock demo. And I gotta tell you, after playing this game, I immediately went and shot heroin. Because that's what I think the game is about, isn't it? Like, this is a game where this dude sort is... Of, yeah. Wait, uh, the story is you're, like, in a plane crash. You crash in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You swim to this... Uh, kind of pillar tower in the middle of the water you go downstairs and you find yourself in this underwater kind of city that this person set up a whole society trapped in the 40s basically yeah kind of trapped in like the era between like the swinging 20s and the 40s and uh it kind of has a um it kind of has a uh like a steampunk feel to it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but basically uh you have guns your your right trigger you you know and melee yeah, it has like because you, you know, start with a wrench. You start with a wrench, which kicks ass. But with your left hand, you shoot up these roids, and it's these plasmas, and you can use them to electrify things, light things on fire, and uh, later you can use them to reprogram some of the machines that you see in there. And you shoot bees traps. too. You shoot bees. You shoot bees out of your hand. I hear like Candyman. Yeah, like Homer Simpson wanted them <laughs> to send out the dogs or the bees or the dogs with bees in their mouths, and when they bark, they shoot bees at you. <laughs> No, you guys can't complain that Justin's not geek enough to be on this show because that was some shit right there. Uh, that was good. Thanks. Um, yeah, the game is awesome. What do you think of the gameplay? Because everybody's talking crazy about Stranglehold. I think the Stranglehold is going to be the next Matrix game. That you know, it's it's fun for the first couple of weeks you play it, but mainly it's just like a bargain bin. Buy. Well, Stranglehold, I got a little bored in the demo, 
And right. that's not good when you're you're waiting yeah. for the demo to be done. It's pretty redundant. Um, you know, Bioshock has that whole Deus Ex, System Shock sort of slower gameplay. You're not going to play that like a first-person shooter. But it's also kind of, it's like condemned in that it's survival horror also. And RPG-ish also. I was creeped out, especially that last bit of the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that creepy feel where, you know, uh, it's linear. It's not. It's, it feels linear. It doesn't feel like an open world type deal. And so you're guided along, kind of like a, like like those whorehouses. You know what I mean? Where not a whorehouse. I love how you keep alluding to this house. as if like I no, can. Don't, so, I you're can, getting an you erection. Re- I barely fucking said whorehouse. I, I can relate to you in all the whorehouses you've been to. But uh, but you know what I mean. You're led along, and in, in yeah. every turn and corner, you've got something that creeps you out and scares you. But the the audio is great. You can hear people talking, and you know oh, that freaky. you know you're just kind of looking around for where they're going to be. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. I'm much more into like the Mario Brothers because I don't like to get shit scared <laughs> out of me. Doesn't happen in the Mushroom Kingdom. No Koopa Troop is gonna jump out and fucking bite my face off like this game. You I want to see that. A Koopa Troop would bite your face I off. I want to see a gory Mario game. Okay, you're not going to. I, um, that's what I've always wanted. To Super see. Smash Brothers probably. Super is Smash Brothers. Yeah, but just like a realistic, like gritty Mario. I think would be cool. Like Mario GTA. Uh, yeah. Just go to like Little Italy and join like a mob. <laughs> and you'll, you'll have all the Italians fear you're gonna get, um, but uh, but yeah, Bioshock demo. I thought it was awesome. Did you think it was as good as like the critics were saying? I think so. I've been looking forward to it forever. That and uh, Mass Effect, mm-hmm. which is but, you know Bioware's new game coming out. Can you describe a little bit more to me? Because I'm not like a, it's a first person shooter too. No, it um, no. It's have you played Knights of the Old Republic, the Star Wars RPGs, or you know Jade what? Empire, I, I, or I was as soon as those prequels came out, I said, you know what. That shit stays in my childhood because well, you got You got to play the Knights of the Old me. Republic games. Those are independent uh, Star Wars stuff. You're in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. You're starting off being a Jedi apprentice with the, with amnesia, but it actually turns out pretty cool. But it's uh, it's RPG ish in that you're walking around talking to people. You have a a tree of of uh, communication where you can either piss guys off or or befriend. But them. it's not an MMO. No, it's all single player. Okay, and uh, the combat kind of happens with D&D rules, but it, it looks real-time. It's that fluid, but mm-hmm. you can pause at any time and, like, pick your special attacks and whatever. Oh, that the Knights of the Old Republic games are awesome. They're, like, probably... KOTOR 1 is, like, the best one of the best Xbox games. Oh, and th- this isn't, like, just a PC game? No. Xbox One, you probably... It was Platinum Hit. You can get it for 20 bucks just about anywhere. Well worth it. You told me that $20 game for the DS that you've been playing like crazy. Oh, Picross, baby. What is this? Because you told me, dude. So everybody knows, everybody knows Sudoku. Right, I love you, Sudoku. Right. I, I'm kind of over Sudoku. But this is, you picture you've got like a grid. Let's start with a, a 10 by 10 grid, all squares. Mm-hmm. And on the top and on the sides, you have these numbers. So if you have a 10 on the top, it means there are 10 squares punched in or kind of chiseled in. That have squares on them. There's no numbers in okay, the puzzle. Okay. You're either you're either punching it in or not punching it in. Okay. So you follow the the down and the the aside, and you eventually have a picture. So it has a little bit of Minesweeper to it. Yeah, it's a little Minesweeper too. Yeah. And but there's so you know, all you're doing is punching puzzles. Yeah. That's all you're doing is sitting there punching a grid with your DS. Yep. Or you can un you can mark them with X's if you know like oh there's not going to be one there. So if you have say you have a ten by ten grid and this says four space five. That means that there's four punched in, and then at least one that's not punched in, and then five more. Oh, okay. To use process of elimination, and it really makes you think. And then um, I've been playing. And them you're since making Game a Boy. picture. Yeah, it makes a picture eventually. And it's fun. 
it's well, it's you just awesome. describe me like sounds like the most boring thing ever, and it's not because of your description. It just <laughs> sounds like you're fucking punching blocks. Well, Minesweeper is addictive and fun, and Sudoku is a lot of fun, and it's like that. But the thing is, it's like a, it's a puzzle game, but it's a single player puzzle game, and there's a sense of accomplishment because at the end you get this cute, this cute little picture. Does it animate and like walk off screen? It does. Well, not so much. I'll, I'll watch that. If it like, and it's only twenty yeah. bucks, and it's got multiplayer. It's got you can create your own puzzles. It's got uh, you can go online, play online, and download new puzzles online. And the the puzzles that they have, there's like three hundred or so. Oh, so but it's fun. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I now, love it. So it's something I want to buy too is Puzzle Quest. I never got into Puzzle Quest. I suck at that game, dude. There's what certain is puzzle it? games. Is it like I just Tetris or something? What's Puzzle Quest? It's sort of like um, a turn-based. Uh, it has like an RPG bit to it. Turn-based. Right? What are those like cell phone games with the jeweled bejeweled? Oh, okay. It's like a turn-based bejeweled, and there's power-ups in there, and you can eventually launch special attacks. But you know, you go, and then the other guy goes, and then you drool a little bit. Oh yeah, I got my shit all over the place. That's how we do it on Geekscape. But there's RPG elements to that. It, it's that's a good game too. But I suck at that game. And um, I, dude, I would not imagine you to suck at any game because, like, just from talking to you, you're all about the fucking games. Um, you're into games like where I'm into fucking movies. Uh, and saying the word "fucking" is my favorite adjective. Uh, so yeah. November twelfth, we got a ton of games. We got that Assassin's Creed coming out. Mm-hmm. Got Mario Galaxy. Uh, see, I don't believe Nintendo release dates until You don't they... think it'll happen. You think this Metroid game is going to come out at the end of August, though, right? Yes. They're not hyping at all. Like, if, if, if I didn't know the release date, I wouldn't know this game well, was Well, because they don't, they don't need to hype. It's, it's a Nintendo game on the Wii, and there's nothing that people are playing right now. Right. What are you playing on the Wii right now? Nothing I'm playing on Mario Strikers, meh. You know, Brain, Brain Academy, whatever. You're not into the Strikers? It's okay. Right. But if a big franchise for Nintendo, everybody's going to buy it. They don't really need to pump it up that much. And to me, Metroid Prime 2 was really disappointing. Metroid Prime 2 a lot was of Metroid it only Prime sold 1. The, it only sold half as many because as... Because the same fucking game. I'm right. Oh, look, you're on, a, you're on an alien world. There's alien culture. There's space pirates. It's the same fucking thing as right. Metroid Prime 1. And I don't want to play that game again, or else I'll play that game again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you're going to check out this one, though. Oh, most definitely, yeah. And I told you, is this the one that comes with a little gun, or is it... I told you about the little gun that they should talk about. I've seen about that E3. E3. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What is that game for? Is that for like Duck Hunt? I don't know. You know, Nintendo is so peripheral, heavy, I don't even... Yeah, you were bitching about having bought the well, yeah, because I... Dude, You're the, in front of the light, buddy. The, you know that, right? uh, the Wii itself, yeah, the remote, and the it. nunchuck, it's a peripheral in and of itself. You don't need uh, more peripherals on top of your peripherals. Right. Show me the games. We're missing games. We You're have the peripherals. We're holding them. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. That's, uh, They're going to come out with it, aren't they? Like a little trackpad? They should. Perhaps. Have sex on that in thing. Japan? In Japan? In oh, Japan? In Japan. I saw. I went to the arcades. The arcades in Japan, they're not fucking around. The seven those, stories. You seven walk in and somebody injects you with something? There's seven People sto- smoking well, everywhere. Everyone's always smoking. And there's this one kid who was there. And my roommate and I just sat there. We couldn't not sit there. We were there for like a half hour watching this one kid playing House of the Dead 4. He, he purchased uh, both machine guns. And he was playing the entire game just with both machine guns, just reloading, reloading, reloading. Just he, this guy was a machine. <laughs> I can't he wait for zombies fucking... to actually happen, and this kid's like the first to get eaten. No, <laughs> no, this kid would fuck everything up. Like he seriously, he was the man. The first time he actually fires a gun, he goes back like forty feet into a fucking zombie's <laughs> mouth. No, he's like, don't... "Don't worry, guys, get behind me!" <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> gets chewed on. Zombie spits him out because he's been eating seaweed his whole fucking life. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh wow! And there's a, there's a, there's the racist joke. It's not racist. The kid's been eating seaweed in his life. It's his, it's his character. <laughs> So you go to a Japanese arcade, and that's the first thing you talk about. You don't talk about the finger in the butt game, or the, oh, yeah. or the dog <laughs> the walking on the treadmill in the butt game. game. Yeah. Uga, did you see Boingo, that game? Boingo, Boingo, Uga Booga, something. Like no, that. but I did, see that, <laughs> I did see the game where it's poker, and you're just playing some kind of poker, and for no reason, there's just Dude. Japanese porn all over in the background. You're playing poker, and right. for no reason, there's girls like. Uh, Opening yeah. their titties. Yeah, just doing all the stuff. Oh no man, vagina. you must have loved. You must have loved Japan. I want. There just there. breasts everywhere. I seriously want to move there. Yeah, I but bet you do. Fourteen-year-old no girls. What, no what's vagina. the legal sex age in Japan? I have no idea. Oh come on, you research. No, but you know what's cool though. Pedo. College girls wear the schoolgirl outfits. Oh, I can get college girls to do that for me. Oh no, no, no! But I mean, in public, and they have to. Like, dude, if I were president. On my private island, they're gonna do that. If I were president, exactly. I'm with you. When you I have my private hot island shit. where it's just pugs and hot girls, it's gonna be <laughs> it's all it's going to be. It's going to be like Jurassic Park. So back to this November 12th then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. What else we got? Uh, <laughs> thank you. We've got uh, Assassin's Creed. We got the re-release. We got Knights 2. Remember that game from the Saturn? Yeah, dude. Knights in a Dream. That was like the only good game on the Saturn. It was. The game was a lot of fun. It was like Sonic. It was just like, a, you know, go forward as fast as you can. Uh, Army of Two. Have you seen that game where yeah. you have to, like, drag your buddy yeah. along? It's, if EA and military, to me, just I keep thinking Medal of Honor and when will it all end. Right. I mean, this will obviously be a little different. This one feels a little like Gears with two-player co-op. You know what I mean? Um, I'm looking forward to it if it works. You know what I mean? Like, like, I never buy... The only games that I buy first release are probably those Nintendo core games. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the Mario Kart's going to be good. Right. You know, uh, I know Mario Galaxy is at least going to be better than Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine was kind of weak. Sunshine, no, I got about halfway through on a Mario game. Getting halfway through, you never, you always finish them. Right. And that one, you just lost interest. You know, um, and then and then we got the the uh, WWE games coming out around that time. Mm-hmm. You know, only losers write those. Right those. You son of a bitch! I, I'll have them put you in a headlock. I'll give him a chop on 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 air. Can you do it? Yeah, sure, Johnny. Come over here. Give me a little chop. I just came from Japan. Whatever. No, no, no. What, no this is how they no, say hello there. Now, what is a chop? Get over here, Gilmore. Sit down right here. What is a chop? So, a professional wrestling chop is basically I slap him on the chest and try and make a loud noise. <laughs> oh, is that is that what you do? Yeah. Yes. How does that work? Like, am I supposed to fall back? So I'm like, gonna go like that. And, and then what do I do? Just stay there. Just stay. Oh, so I'm supposed to like hold my shit so yeah, you can like. Not necessarily. Are you just supposed to be loud as, as loud as hell? Basically. All right. Now it's turned into jackass. All right. Ready? It was jackass when a jackass got on the show. So you ready? Yeah. So you ready when for you this? Song? I'll get you, I'll get you right the there. Out. You ready? I'm good. I'm not even ready. My. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's all red. Oh, look, at it. oh, look at this. Can we see this? Look at that. It'll take a while. Look at that. Is it not there? Sorry for whitening your screens. If you're in the dark right now, I just lit up the entire room. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, you want to call Paul and wake him up? Yeah. Let's call my brother and wake him up. How's that feel? Uh, it's, it feels like I have a new layer of skin. You might have a handprint on there. Oh, dude, I, I'm going to check this shit out. Hey, if it's on under two layers like that, you won't see it. Hey, can you hear this? Holy shit, Brian, Brian, I need you to get over on the microphone. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he, he does have a red mark. He does. 
It's called Paul. So imagine taking about three of those in a row. I mean, we're going to call my brother and tell him that Gilmore just took a... What was it? Chop. Oh, I'm not... Oh, forget that. Paul, Paul's not up. Paul's, Paul's probably asleep. Um, I wanted to tell him that you took a bump. A chop. A chop. A, a bump. Let, let's see this. Come here. Come here, Whitey. Oh, we might, well, we might have to... Uh, Shut up, Nanny McPhee. Get over here, you little bitch. No, see, we might need to refresh this. I, it looks pretty... Okay, it still here, there? sit down. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, no. that, that was weak. <laughs> How did you do it? That was weak. <laughs> I'll hit you with the that balls. Was weak. <laughs> it didn't even hit balls. <laughs> I know, because they're small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing any of that fucking chop chop. So you're the most, for having a wrestler brother, you're the most anti-wrestling guy. Because I mean, dudes on dudes, man. Like, you look at our rooms. He's afraid he'll get hard. It's like, it's like. Paul's room growing up had a ton of naked dudes all over the place in undies. <laughs> naked dudes. Yeah, it was a bunch of dudes undies. in undies. Was that like your room when you were growing up? <laughs> I had heavy metal posters on my I can, I can I can see that because you're like... But you're they were all dudes anyway. Sort of. They were yeah, dudes with like, long hair. I had, I had like two I had some, lead of four. I had whenever. like basketball players. If you grew up in the 80s in, though, in all your posters were dudes with long hair. I had my like, like kiss posters. Band. Yeah, exactly. I had basketball players and fucking comic books. You a Carmelo fan? And shit like that. I'm not. I'm actually a John Stockton fan. Well, then it's fine. Carmelo, I think, costs John Stockton championships. Uh, fade away. You don't fade away in the finals, baby. You take it to the rim, just like Jordan taught you in your face. Um, actually, true. I was in Brian Russell's face. Oh, that jumper was in Brian Russell's face. Um, I know you can feel it. It's like a life preserver. I told you he was doing that stuff. He's good. a professional. That was that was a pro slut. That was see. Like a, I don't know how to do these professional. That was things. like a belly flop. I try. Like I try to stories. avoid touching dudes. It's not out of homophobia. But he could kick your ass. Is the difference? Could Justin kick my ass? Absolutely. But he touches dudes. Hence, he can kick your ass. Oh, dude! I I I, I break him with my mind. I just talk him to sleep. <laughs> I'm just blah, 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 blah. I'm quick with the rhymes. Um, that's our episode. How do you feel about that being our episode? I enjoyed his it. best episode I've ever been on. Maybe the best episode we've ever made. Um, we got a couple. Th- Will you stop <laughs> rubbing your tit and crying You're like, like Simon Cowell over here? He's over there going, "Oh, dude, my hand showed up. It did. My oh. hand showed up. You're you the most marked up mouth. dude. I like, hit you. Well, that's my cause, hand. That's because I'm like whiter than that paper you wrote that that's shit right. on. It's I your mean, fucking it's really golem. Go find mark. your ring. If you get a mosquito bite, is that like? Do you like grow a testicle where the mosquito bit you or something? Does it like swell up that much? Gilmore is a girly man. All my bites are just testicles. Gilmore, you might want to clean that up. We have t-shirts. We have Geekscape t-shirts. I have to remind you all to go to geekscape.net and visit our store. We also have a MySpace. It's geeks. It's myspace.com/geekscape.net. Uh, we have forums at geekscape.net slash forums. And on the forums, what we're doing is uh, we're donating all of our old trade paperbacks, video games, magazines, books, things like that to uh, a bunch of troops in Iraq. Uh, if you go on there, uh, kick the camera again, bitch. Slow me uh, If you go on there, you uh, will see a forum topic called Trades for the Troops. Go on there. You'll see an APO address. Just send it off like you're sending it off to any normal uh, U.S. Uh, P.O. box or mailing address and those dudes will get it and they'll be very thankful for it. But the thing about that though is that what about I don't it? want people to like be sending like oh this sucked let's send it over like I want to send I'm going to send mine over basically how I would send over like a request to a friend that lives far yeah, away. Send it like a care package. Yeah like a request that, from a friend that lives far away it's just like I recommend this for someone who does, either doesn't read comic books or yeah. already does, like the, the point is, stuff. the point is, we, we can talk about wrestling and fighting people all you want, but these kids actually signed up 
they're over there fighting. We don't know when they're coming home. Whether or not you support the war or not, you're a son of a bitch if you don't actually support the fellow Americans who are over there in the middle of this shit. So let's make things a little bit better for them and, uh, you know, give them a little bit of our geek stuff that we're enjoying here at home. Bring it over to them. Uh, that's the Trades for the Troops thread over at the Geekscape forums. And uh, how do you like the shirt? This was done by a Geekscape member. Who? Uh, this dude, we- Weaver, has his own um, kick-ass... Uh, have you Weaver? seen it? Well, he's got some banners on the site that says, like, he's one of our forum members. And he has a little banner that says Weaverware. Okay. If you go to myspace.com slash Weaverware, this is like his t-shirt deal. That's he cool. sent me. He, a theme, he sent like me his own T-shirt. I don't know. Maybe he's like his own artist. You know, there's like his own deal. You what know. What does it say on it? The last. I thought that was a band T-shirt. When the I last stop. Yeah, so no, it's kind of a handsome little shirt. I wore it all day. Some girl tried to grab my my nuts. Oh, that's that. You can't argue with results. <laughs> she was five. Um, wow. I didn't let her. Yeah. Do it again. Oh, I got such a bad story coming <laughs> up right now. <laughs> Tell it. We have seven minutes. Do it. So I lived on this street where I witnessed not one but two uh, encounters of incest. Neither did I participate in, but... Uh, where were you? Basically, a, a, a four-year-old... I, I walked in to my friend's when he was nine, I was maybe 12, to see his four-year-old sister uh, being pacified in a very disgusting way. By, how old was the person pacified? Nine. What the fuck? Oh, my God. What was the other... What was the other incest? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so gross. Give me uh, Just a brother and sister that I live by who are really tight. How I was actually, I was, sleep, I was sleeping over at his house. and uh, how, old were, how old was everybody involved? Uh, 10 to 12. Okay. Oh, and I, I was sleeping over at his house and she kind of came into the bed. And uh, it was kind of, be- it was kind of, of yeah, we were sharing a bed because I was staying over. You and the dude was, yeah. yeah and that's yeah. cool at 12. Yeah, I mean, it was like. We, we shared a bed in San Diego. something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she comes in the bed. And I look at her kind of weird, and she's like, what? It's cold. And then... Uh, Starts tugging the junk. I, they're there for a while. I'm trying to go to sleep. She leaves. He looks over to me. He's like, I got some. Oh, oh, my God. oh shit. Oh, no. No. Nobody no. Oh, I feel unclean. Oh, now, nobody actually watches this, right? I want to get one of those scrubbed down, like, fucking... Oh, oh. man, I want to get... Oh, I don't feel good. I want Imagine to get... how I felt. I was kind of a captive audience there. Oh. Well, I mean, I have a story like that. You don't really get it at 12, like, oh. like the... Like, the weight of what's happening like at 12 when i was playing nintendo at my friend uh i'm not gonna say his name but over at my, uh, my friend's house uh maybe 10 to 12 somewhere in there and they kept the nintendo in the parents room so they could uh monitor the Ooh, use clever and uh i went to use the bathroom and i saw this box of what appeared to be roman candles next to the toilet and uh, you guys may have heard this story but uh i walked out and i said hey man pause it what are these and he comes in and he sees the box and i know now that they were tampons and he goes, and, and I said, and I said, what are those things? Are they candles? And he goes, I don't really know. I mean, I tried to find out, so I spied on my mom, and I stuck one up my butt, and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't because he, he saw her sticking it in her, oh. you know, and he, he thought, you know, I have a hole there too. It's my ass, oh, and he stuck these tampons up his ass, and uh, and in my reaction at ten to twelve somewhere there, I was like. Cool. We unpause it and go back and play. And then later, I was like, "What the f- what? What? Oh, that's not comparable, yeah. though." 
to no, that's not comparable to I got some. No, from her I don't know if we got the hand job. I might have got the cooch down. Yeah, hand Jesus hand job is a pretty Christ. conservative estimate. Oof. on that one. Where yeah. were you? Where were you when all this happened? He was laying next to them, what, dude. What country? He probably got Midwest. some residual. Midwest. You probably got dropped. You probably you probably got dropped a couple residuals right there. What state? Wisconsin. Okay. Wow. Really? That doesn't follow any stereotypes that I know. No. Well, her snatch smelled like cheese, so there you have it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I better cut that. I'm not c- cut the cheese. That's going in there. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think that is the safest we're going to get for a place to end the episode. Um, Justin, thanks for hey, coming. Hey, right on. after that, why don't what? we do the sponsor? Yeah, we got to do the sponsor. The sponsor is going to be really happy to be a part of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, 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 th- thank you. Our sponsor is NetRiver.net. NetRiver.net is a big-ass hosting site uh, in the Northwest. We love everybody over there. They've got amazing deals. They've got 895 hosting deals. If you're like a PC gamer, you know, get a sponsored server from these guys. You can run your own games. Uh, we haven't had one mess up since we've been uh, hosted by these guys. They're very reliable, very affordable, and uh, we love everybody at NetRiver.net. They don't love us right now. <laughs> and uh, i got to let you guys know that if you put in the code Gilmore, uh, named after our very own episode director over here, uh, you get 10% off your order. So you can get your domain names through them. Just email their sales department. They'll hook you up like they hooked us up. and uh, You'll get some. You'll get some. I got some. Wow. Uh, they do oh, not smell yeah. like cheese. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. We will see you guys next week after you've recovered from this little banter about want, incest in the Midwest. I want, I want him back every week. Yeah. Well, Justin can come back whenever he wants. I think he's a very good guest. Ooh, dude. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, man. See you guys next week.